Thank you. Now let's one, let's stand one more time and and just give honor to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Shout a little bit. Come on, shout a little bit. Shout a little bit. Okay, okay. Let's let's do it African style. Remember African style last time? I told you. Stay standing. Do this. Everybody do this. Come on. Now, like ten times together. Like. Okay, one, two, three, go. Man, looks like my village is here. I feel I feel I feel great. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Harold. And thank you, Pastor Mary Lou. Thank you all so much, all of you. It's a privilege and honor. Yes, you can hear a church in Africa, sometimes a mile away. What's that, church? <laughs> Christians are going crazy. Monday mornings, my voice was always hoarse. They, don't, they didn't talk to me. I was, I was like, how are you doing? Hi. What, what's wrong with him, the new kids? What's wrong with that guy, Mondays? Oh, yeah, that's church. He was a church. Because we literally believed the scripture, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. So we shouted. And, and what an honor to be horse. Okay, you can be horse for sports, you know, but can you, can you imagine being, just being honored? I, I, my voice is horse. Why? Jesus. Come on. Uh, or, or, or you go, you know, you're messed up. Because sometimes we had a, a top at uh, church. When the church, we had about, you know, 6,000 people. But a, but a church at, under a top, um, it was called a papyrus reed, a papyrus reed shelter. So when it rained during the rainy season, we just all, you just go ready, to, you're ready to get wet. You get wet. You get wet. You, you, you roll up your pants and it's going to be muddy. It's going to be muddy. It's, it's not pretty like this. So muddy. So could you imagine you, so you go, to, you go back home and you're all messed up. You went all nice, but you're all, you go dirt and oh man, where have you been? Church. <laughs> to just say that, I am messy. I look messy because of Jesus. I ache my, I had blisters sometimes, we had blisters, because, you know, power would go off, you know, we had brown, you know, power would go off, but we just had to clap our hands, like, you know, ba, 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 da, ba, 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 just, just for one hour, because clap your hands, all ye people. So we would clap our hands, and I mean, to, to just, okay, get past that, past that for, 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 you know, at night or the next day. What, oh, 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 I can't use that hand. What, what happened to that, that hand? Oh, it's got blisters. Why? Church. <laughs> have, you, have you ever been wounded physically because of church? We do it for sports. Oh, man, man, I'm achy. What happened? Oh, yeah, my team was winning. But church? Oh, no, no, no. Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. To be inconvenienced. Because you're in the presence of God. Because you were around brothers and sisters. To sit before, in front, next to people that you can't quite stand. They're not, they're not your cup of tea, you know. They don't, you know, this person's awkward. This person is, 
doesn't wear deodorant, because, you know, we had that too. We had that too, you know. People just don't smell good, but that's your neighbor. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we do the hug, hug each other moment. And you get to go, mm, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. And you go, <coughs> hallelujah. You know, you, but, but, but you know, they just, they're not like you. They're not privileged like you, but they're part of your family. Part of your family. Amen. Amen. The dancey ones, you know. Sometimes I, when I, especially when I'm in, like in Scandinavia, where they're very, very stoic, and I tell them, you guys, you, you guys better rehearse, you better practice. What if in heaven, Jesus puts you in this section with the Africans? <laughs> what happened? Oh man, he, you know, eternity, eternity is in the African section. <laughs> so you better practice. Right, so look at your neighbor right now, say, neighbor. It's a privilege to have you sitting next to me and tell him this, I love you with the love of the Lord. Amen, 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 amen. Come on, come on. Love him with the love of the Lord. Love you with the love of the Lord. Hallelujah. So honored to be here again. It is by divine appointment that we're here. We were supposed to be in, in Santa Barbara this weekend, but Jesus wants us here. Jesus wants us here, and we're so we love this church. We don't, we, we've said this. I've got witnesses. I've said this around the country. You you are you are really a special church. You're a special church. What you have here, you don't know what you have here. You have you have family. You have what's called koinonia. You guys love each other. You guys really do. You guys really do, and you're you're passionate and you're hungry, and it's such a privilege to be here and to serve you, and so. And so, are you ready this morning? Yes. Are you hungry this morning? Yes. Amen. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Yes. Remember, I've, I've come from Africa, born in Uganda, Africa. I've been very, very hungry. I said this last time. I've never seen a hungry man, you know, very hungry. You haven't eaten for a day and a half. A rich man invites you to his house and lays a spread in front of you and says, eat. I've never seen that man go, um, do you have ketchup? Or, oh, our Soviets, please. Or, um, oh, we have cutlery. No. You're hungry. What do you do? You just eat. You just like, sorry, sorry. Because sh- you are hungry. And if you're hungry right now, you're not going to be, um, what's his accent? He pronounces things funny. Where's his big Bible? What version is he using? How come he's all animated? Because I get animated. How come he's... Uh, I don't like his shirt. <laughs> if you're hungry... Come on, if you're hungry... You're going to eat. You're hungry. And, and to those who are hungry, if you're hungry this morning... I usually say this, when hunger meets the anointing, there is explosion. This morning, it's going to be explosive. Some people, amen, some of you will never be the same again. Amen. And then, in the next 45 minutes, the power of God is going to just here, but to the extent that you're hungry, some of you will be spectators. We just watch. If you're here to watch, I'm sorry, you, may, you just might leave here the same way you came. But they're hungry. Come on, they're hungry. They're hungry, but say, I'm hungry. We'll say, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. 
So once you're on the edge of your seat, stop your face. Don't think about your Facebook timeline. Don't think about the bills at home, the doctor's report. Don't, don't think about that now. Don't think about COVID. Okay, don't think about, oh man, he just coughed. <laughs> we, were, we were getting ready to take off. We didn't tell the story, Pastor Mary Lou and Pastor Harry. We're getting ready to take off. We're late, running late. The stewardess, the air flight attendants, call him flight attendants. Flight attendants goes, <coughs> <coughs> like, like twice, poor girl. The captain comes out. We're getting ready to take off. Um, I want you checked out. Yeah, you, uh, and you, you, go, you go take a test right now. I'm going to have you replaced. And, and walked out of the plane, off the plane, walked out, and we were 45 minutes late because she had to be replaced because she coughed. And she, 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 she told us, which she brought protocol, she says, oh my goodness, this happens to me every January or so, I've got allergies. I can't, I can't have allergies, I guess. And poor girl was replaced, because she coughed twice. This is the world in which we live. So if your neighbor coughs, you're going to be okay. You're gonna be okay, you're gonna be okay. Don't, you know, if they cough, if they sneeze, it's 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 everywhere. It's everywhere. This this you know you can't prevent virus virus spread by by lean, you know mean looks. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna help. It's, you're here already. Come on, you're here already. You're going to be okay. Amen. You're gonna be okay. So look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, give you grace. I give you grace. <laughs> give you grace. Amen. And and so really be attentive. I really be everybody say everybody say mind. Come and say this one more time before I pray. Mind, you will stay right here. You will not wander around. You will not get distracted. You will be penetrated by the word of God. You will be uh, you will be changed, and I will be transformed because that's that's Romans twelve. That's Romans twelve, right? Be transformed by the renewing. So again, say mind. I'm going to tell you mind. Mind. You will not wander around. You will stay right here. You will hear the word of God. You will not debate the word of God. You will be penetrated by the word of God. You will be renewed. And I will be changed. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. I feel the Holy Ghost here. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Jesus, you're here to do business with us. We pray, Lord, that, that we stay, we stay, we stay under the spout of your convicting hand this morning. Lord, please, please, we don't want to have just another church service. We, we don't want to just have a ceremonial preaching thing going i don't want to just talk i don't want to have a talk i don't want to just have a preach i don't want to do a sermon but may i speak as the, thy oracle this morning i pray lord that 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 transformation transformation satan i give you notice in the name of jesus you will abate you will abate in jesus name lives transformed this morning in Jesus' glorious, matchless, majestic name, everybody say. Amen. Everybody say. Amen. Okay. Now, 
I'm going to talk to you for the subject, lilaps. Everybody say lilaps. Never heard that? That's okay. Lilaps. L-A-I. There you go. Lilaps. So say lilaps. Okay, okay. Stay, stay with me. Stay with me. Mark 4, 35. You heard the story, but I want us to imagine. Everybody say, let's imagine. Everybody say, imagine. imagine. Look at your neighbor. Tell him, imagine. Imagine, I want you to imagine, I want you to just smell the smells. And just, you know, on the same day, Jesus, evening had come. Jesus been preaching all day. He says to his disciples, guys, i got an idea. He says, let us cross over to the other side. So he was on his way. He had an idea. His idea, actually, he was about to go and, he, and heal, set free this demoniac on the other side in Gadara. This guy had terrorized the entire countryside. And he was going to go heal him. He was going to go test, set him free. That was his idea. He didn't tell him. He just told him, I want us to cross over the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took along in the boat, him along in the boat as he was. And the other little boats were also with him. I didn't quite see this until recently. So it was an entourage of boats. <laughs> right? He's been preaching, preaching. I bet you Jesus had groupies. Where's it going next? Let's go next. Let's go. So he said, oh, yeah. Word. So word came down. He's crossing over. Get, get, get your boats. Get your boats. So he's going. And then Bible, so there are little boats with him. Little boats. Of course, we don't hear about the boats ever again. Don't know what happens. Don't know what happens but something happens. Something's about to happen. Verse 37. And a great windstorm. It was a windstorm. That's the Greek word lilaps. Lilaps means a storm that breaks forth with black thunder clouds and furious gusts, with floods of rain, a fierce gale, in other words, a hurricane wow. or typhoon. Hurricane, how many was the average hurricane? 70, 80 mile hour winds? So on a lake, there's winds. Bible says, arose. I would say, arose. Arose, it's also a Greek word, also, it's, it's a Greek word, genoma, it just means something that suddenly happens. So, it arose, it, it, something, something that happens unexpectedly, catching one completely off guard. So, I can imagine, I would say imagine, and we imagine, Jesus has been teaching really amazing. A long day. He's tired. We know he's in the back of the boat and he's resting. So can you imagine the apostles? They're like, wow, that was an awesome day. What was your favorite miracle? I bet you they did this. What's your favorite miracle? Oh, man, yeah. It's the, it's the, when the woman came, did you see? She was all shriveled. Jesus just said, free. And she went, oh, no, 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 mommy, I got one, I got one. Uh, yeah, the, the kid, the kid, the deaf kid. Wow. Bible says if everything Jesus did was written, there wouldn't be books to contain it. Can you imagine how many miracles there were? So he's been teaching. They're slowly sailing because this you know, uh, Lilaps is going to arise suddenly. So they must have been going, hey. He's sleeping. The master is sleeping. So I can, I can imagine, imagine they are probably whispering. Because they don't want to wake him up. It's not a, it's not a huge boat. 
So they're, they're like talking, hey, man, what about you, Peter? Oh, yeah, man, I liked you when the Pharisees heard. You see the look of the other one? That one. That's what he's, he's been following us for three days. Yeah, today he was crying. He was crying. Yeah, anyway. So, I mean, all this, all these stories, and they're like, hey, well, yeah, okay. suddenly, so suddenly, so, so they were ardent fishermen. So they must have, if they knew, if they perceived it was going to be this stormy, they would have said, Jesus, can we just hold on a few hours? But they didn't. And they didn't check the weather app. There was no, there was no, there was no apps to check. So, so all of a sudden, so, so they're going. Are you, are you guys imagining? Imagining like, hey, hey. Hey, did you guys know about this? Thomas. Yeah. Thomas is like, I, I doubt, I doubt, I doubt. I don't know. The winds are picking up. Oh, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're gonna be, oh, man, it's going to. Can we go back? No, no, no. The master said we should go. So we. Are you sure? Okay, okay, okay. Thomas, Thomas, I doubt we should go. I doubt. I doubt. Guys, I doubt. I doubt we're going to make it. No, no, they're just like, no, no, no. It's, it's okay. Don't, don't wake him up. To wake him up, so so the way it's getting it's getting more, it's getting more, it's getting more, and all of a sudden, lilaps, hurricane strength winds. Their boat, Bible says, the waves beat on the boat. This here, one of the most confusing things for the believer. When you do exactly what Jesus said to do, and suddenly, lilacs. Where did it come from? Lilacs. My wife, huh. she's diagnosed with cancer. Where, where did that come from? We, we 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 pray over each other every day. Where did that come from? I remember this this this, this guy. He was, you know, he he just um, him and his wife. They've been praying. God give us a baby. Twelve years praying. Suddenly, baby comes. Oh, baby comes, and they're all excited. The church is excited. Everybody, because it's, it's a common. They've been believing God for a baby. So, baby's good. Everything is good. Month three, month four, month five. The final ultrasound because the you know they've got the room is all ready. Doctors check. Doctors say something's wrong. We're gonna have to choose between the mother and the baby. Lilacs. Where did that come from? Wait, 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 Jesus, you gave us, oh, this is the hard, hard part, you gave us this baby. We prayed, this, oh, another couple, I've got, I've got hundred thousands of stories, another couple, um, um, they've been, they're, they're, she, she saw him, she loved him, he was the one, he's perfect, they got married, it's a big wedding, the pastor knows, everybody's excited, he starts getting these this headaches, month six into the marriage, Doctor calls after they have to check it out because the, the, the paramedics are not, not leaving. They're there. They're getting worse. So doctor calls. Says, I got bad news. Your beloved husband has a tumor. It's growing really fast. 
He may have, I think he has three months to live. Lilops. Where on earth did this one come from? How many have been there? When you do the thing you know you're supposed to do, you do it. You're a tither. Uh huh. You're a tither. You're a giver. God does amazing things. Your business is amazing. All of a sudden, COVID. Boom. Uh oh. Uh oh. Boom. Month one, month two, a year. Sorry, accountant calls and says, you have to close this thing. You're hemorrhaging capital. Lilops. Where on earth did that come from? How many have been there? Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, me too. How many have been there? This message, just so to tell you, tell you, is not for a few people. This one is for everyone. You stay with me. So, and... And are you ready for this one? Lilops is the kind of storm that's not afraid of Jesus. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He's in the boat. He's in the stern. He's with you. Lilops doesn't care. Lilops is like COVID. COVID's kind of like Lilops, right? COVID don't care. Do you know how many pastors? I've got friends who are like, hallelujah, before God's COVID comes. In the name of Jesus, COVID will not come to this house. In the name of Jesus. They declared. They, I'm going to anoint you. I'm going to anoint you Monday. And none of you get sick. Next thing, the bishop. The bishop is in, in the ICU. Lilops came. Didn't care the bishop loved Jesus. This is the kind of storm I'm talking about. The storm doesn't care that you're saved. Come on. Now stay with me. You're like, oh, no, I came to be encouraged. Oh, you will be. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Hang in there. Hang in there. Stay stay with me. Some of you are like, oh, man, should I take a... I didn't know. I didn't want to come. I want to be told everything is okay. I want to be told because I have Jesus. I'm safe. Uh-uh. Lilabs. I'm talking about the storm that has come to your house. In fact, most of you... Right now, you're there. Okay, okay. Verse 37, saw that it was already filling. You know what this looks like? They struggle to empty the boat. It fills the more. First of all, there's a storm. And then the storm is filling the boat. Now they're going to capsize. Do you know what this looks like? Let me take one of the examples. Your, the, the brother with the tumor growing. You pray, you pray, you go to the doctor. After praying so hard, fasting so hard, the doctor says, um, um, it's, it's, it's worse. He begins to lose his sight. Because the tumor is now pressing upon the optic, no, the optic nerves. And, 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 and you're like, oh wait, I'm praying for relief. It's getting worse. How many have been there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Jesus, <laughs> he is... In the stern, asleep on a pillow. Now, Jesus was kind of like me and you. He's 30 years old. He's been really tired. How many know 30 years old who are tired and you're, you're sleeping and, and you're not on a my pillow, okay? It's really not a good place to sleep. How many know you're probably snoring? How many know Jesus is probably going, 
So, so, so now I can Im- everybody say imagine. imagine. So the boat is filling. Did you get over there, over there, over there? Over there. Okay, okay, grab that. I know I'm doing my part. Don't you, don't you talk to me like that? The attitudes, stress, panic. How many are imagining panic? They're imagine they're like, wait, wait, we've got Jesus, the one who is he's he's sleeping. Why is Jesus sleeping? He's sleeping. Actually, it was almost impossible for him to be sleeping with hundred mile hour winds. But he's going. How, how many? How many have been there? Where you're like, come on, Jesus. How many have been there? Come on, Jesus. Don't you see? Don't, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's sleeping. I, I can imagine they stop whispering. <laughs> After a while, you're like, oh, hey, don't wake him up. You know what? He needs to wake up. This to wake up. This is, this is not good. Well, this is, uh, my uh, African friends, okay, African. I'm, now I get into the accent. My kids know me when I speak like this when I'm not very tired. When I'm really tired, I speak like this. <laughs> I forget all my accents, you know. So, so during stress, stress, hello, you wake him up. Wake, you better wake him up. So, 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 so um, then, then I can imagine the debate. Who's going to wake him up? I don't know. I don't, you, John, John, you're his friend. Go wake him up. <laughs> So I can imagine, John, 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 John. Baba says, and they woke him up and they said to him, teacher, (laughs) do you not care that we are perishing? You maybe you, your God probably won't perish, but we will. We're not like you. Don't you care that we won't make it? (laughs) because friends lilaps does a couple of things three things first of all it makes you forget the plan Jesus didn't say um, he didn't say uh, guys let us attempt to cross over and let's capsize mid lake he didn't say that he said, let's cross over. The plan wasn't, let's try to cross over and die. That was not the plan. Lilaps makes you forget the plan. A vicious, ferocious storm, windstorm, this kind, you'll just like, wait. I thought, God, you, you forget the promises. How many have been there? <laughs> you forget like, um, Jesus, um, Jesus, I know you heal. You heal, right? Right, right, you heal. I have seen people. In fact, recently I was with a, an incredible healing gift. Amazing woman of God who's seen so many miracles. But he, she turns to me and says, Dr. Dennis, have you seen Jesus heal this kind? And I was like, I was like wait, did I hear that? Because surely you have. And she says, I, I, I don't remember him healing this kind because she was going through that kind. Lilaps makes you forget the plan. Lilaps number two makes you forget who you are. Come on, I'm a king's kid. I'm not about to capsize. Lilaps make you forget, it makes you forget whose you are. Can you imagine the news? Oh yeah, Oh, oh man, tragic news. Disciples of Jesus, along with their master, 
died last night. Really? You think that's going to happen? Oh yeah, lilacs will persuade you. You won't make it. How many have been there? Okay, let me change the question. How many are there? One, two, three, go. Come on. Okay. Those hands are about to go up. Let's explain a little bit more. More hands. So, verse 39. Then he arose. He probably like, probably like, oh, guys, what are you doing? They wake him up. I'm taking a nap. Of course. It's like, it's crazy. It's still storming. The Bible says he rebukes the wind. Mm. He speaks to the wind. Wind, stop it! He says to the sea, peace, be still. <laughs> the wind goes, the Bible says there's a great calm. And I bet you they're like, because <laughs> they're wet, right? Wet, wet, everything is now calm. And they're like, <laughs> verse 40, he asks them two questions that, quite frankly, are absolutely ridiculous. Number one, why are you so fearful? I bet you it's not Thomas this time. Somebody, <laughs> Peter, wants to say... Did he just ask that? <laughs> of course we're afraid because we thought we were going to die. That's the answer. Jesus, don't really, seriously, you're asking that question. Yeah, he was. Why are you so fearful? Which is ridiculous. And then he asks, how is it that you have no faith? Unfair. How many thinking? Come on. Come on, how many, how many think that he should have told them, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, he should have said, oh, guys, why didn't you wake me up sooner? <laughs> right? How many, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, right, right? You should, you, why did you wait till you're like, oh, panicking? You should have woken me up. The, the minute you saw the storm, you should have woken me up. Mm -mm 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 -mm. He's, he, they, it, implicit in these questions, it, Jesus is actually saying, you shouldn't have woken me up. Really, Jesus? Okay, first of all, you shouldn't have been afraid. Really, Jesus? It is scary. That's why we were fearful. But, he's asking, why did you panic? Why did you forget the plan? Why did you listen to the storm? Uh-huh. Because every storm has a missive. Every storm has a message. The storm is saying, your God is not God. You think you're a Christian? You can die just to everybody else. You know, you, your faith is not. Your faith is not. There's, there's a missive. There's a message in every storm. Why did you listen to the storm? Why did you forget, the, why did you forget me? Okay. Now. 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 Now listen. It's really good. Jesus. Everybody say faith. You would think that, okay, first of all, why are you not so fearful? You shouldn't be afraid because you have Jesus. How do we know that defies logic? But Jesus is expecting them to not be logical. 
actually part of walking by faith. Are you ready? We become unreasonable. People of faith. Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. Because sight is telling you you're in trouble. Faith is saying, no, you're not. Faith is saying, so there's a constant battle between logic and faith. Logic is saying, look at the facts, look at the numbers, look at the symptoms, look at the, that's logic, that's sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. Sight, uh-uh, uh-uh, sight is shifty. If you walk by sight, you're in trouble. Because sight changes, sight evidence shifts. Faith is constant. We're trusting him who is in my boat. So that's the first. Don't, don't, don't you look at the evidence of destruction. No, no, trust. You've got Jesus. Amen. What's wrong with you? I'm okay. But you're not okay. But you're sniffling. I, I know, but I'm okay. See, that doesn't make sense. You're not okay. Evidence says you're not okay. Faith says I'm okay. Jesus is actually defining faith differently. <laughs> Most of us think when they say, oh, Pastor Harold, he's a man of faith. What do you usually think? Oh, Pastor Betty. Pastor Betty. Pastor Betty's a man, woman of faith. What do you think? She's good at waking Jesus up, right? That's in a way. Because you, 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 you know, Dr. Dennis, you're a man. I wanted to pray with you because you're, you're a man of faith. Which means you are good at waking Jesus up to speak, stop, to stop my storm, right? When a man of faith, who's so the people who are, who are here? People, this is, a, this is a Freedom Fellowship is a faith church. Is a faith is a church where people pray. There are people here who you know. Oh man, if I'm in trouble, I'm gonna call him. I mean, I mean, so 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 those people supposedly they're good at Jesus. Please heal. Jesus, please. Stop. So Jesus is saying, <laughs> are you ready for this? He's defining faith differently. They walk him up. He stops the problem. And then he says, you didn't have any faith. Wait. I thought faith means getting you to do something. <laughs> oh, you're catching it. You're catching it. Faith. According to Jesus is the ability to still your soul in the midst of chaos. Yes, if you had faith, you would not think you were going to die. Even if it looked like you're going to die. He's saying, he's saying, why don't you have faith? Don't you think, don't, don't you look at the evidence? The ability to, my kid's on drugs, you know what, my kid will serve Jesus. Wait, but he's arrested again. The third strike. Evidence, evidence is telling you, evidence. sight is saying, sight is saying you're in trouble. No, 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 I'm going to be okay. My God is able. My God supplies my my God, my kid. I laid hands on this kid. I spoke, I laid, I spoke my spoke the word into this kid. This kid will serve Jesus. Wait, 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 no, isn't that not this? Well, when they go this way, it's gonna be decades before they turn around. No, 
No. Evidence, I don't care. La, 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 la. My walk by faith, not by sight. I walk by faith, not by That is faith, faith, faith. The ability to defy evidence. To look at evidence and say, evidence, yeah, you would go. I shouldn't be here, ladies and gentlemen. When I got saved, all evidence was telling me, you'll never grow up. The average life expectancy was about 37 and a half when I was a kid. Do you know how miserable all that is? A 50-year-old man was really, really old on my village. I use 50 because I'm 54 now. <laughs> and I, the people, all the males, I told you the story, I think, last time. All the males before me had lived to 39. My dad died at 39. His dad's dad, all of them, all of them, all of them. Nobody made 40. So now I'm 14. I'm thinking, huh, this is not good. Yeah, because life gives me this script. The script is saying, you will die young. You're going to be poor all your life. You're probably going to be a womanizer. Because that's the old did, all of them. I've got like, right even today, even like last month, there was a new Sempebwa. Because now I've got all these millions of followers, whatever. So almost every day in my office, they're not allowed to even say, Lisa cannot say, yeah, okay. You could. Some people, all the time, the people call him, they say, I am... Dr. Dennis is my brother. Because, and I, you know what? I can't even say no for sure. Because my daddy had like three that were official, and then he had others. So maybe there's some 47 pebbles out there. And so they all want tickets, fly me to America. I'm your brother. You are going to take care of me. So my office is like, I'm sorry. We love you. God bless you. But I am a Sempepwa. I am a Sempepwa. But I can't say I do. I can't say no. And I can't take care of them, though. They, they, they think I'm American. I've got all the money. That's my, so my script, my script told me, you'll never grow old. You're going to be all that there. But you know what? I tore it up. I tore it up. I tore it up. I tore it up. Shred it. I am here, 54. I am here. I am here. I am here. My kids will never see the poverty that I saw. Never. <laughs> Shredded. I walk by faith, not by sight. What you're seeing, what I'm living to, there's evidence of me walking by faith 40 years ago. So, so, so I'm not spouting theory at you. Faith. The ability to just... Jesus is here. He may not be moving right now. Maybe snoring right now. But he's in my boat. He's my boat. He's in my boat. Because he's here... Because he lives, he can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. 
my future and life is worth living just because he lives because he lives because he lives I can face the future I walk by faith not by sight three things about lilacs ladies and gentlemen brothers sisters number one lilacs is unavoidable All of you should have put your hands up because if your marriage is amazing, he runs the bath for you. He throws, she throws grapes down you or whatever. <laughs> we don't even have that. Hey, do you know we don't have that expression in Africa? I looked for it because African men are not like, you know. So, so she says, hey, hey, even she's perfect. Your perfect marriage. If your marriage is perfect. Your kids are crazy. <laughs> if your marriage is perfect and your kids act like little angels, your doctor's report is horrible. Your blood pressure is bad. Your sugar is high. Your joints are crazy. You're not great. Your health is bad. Okay. If your marriage is okay, your kids act like little angels, you feel like 25 every day. You can't pay your bills. I mean, Jesus, everything is perfect, but... Okay. If your marriage is amazing, your kids act little angels, you feel like 25, you got so much money, you don't even know how much it is. Your mother-in-law hates you. <laughs> Something is crazy! In one area of your life, or rather, so I'm going to ask the question, how many of you right now, you hear crazy, stupid lilacs? You hear the winds saying, Ugh! how many? One, two, three. Come on. Uh-huh. In one area of your life. Amen. So this message is for everybody. And so, br brothers, brothers, please now listen to me, sisters. The tragedy of the faith movement, and I've been observing this for 30 years. The idea that because you have Jesus, you're insulated which is actually false. It's, then that has, that has caused, it's, I, call it, I call it a cocktail. Then there's the grace movement. It just said, whatever you do, you're going to be okay, whatever you do. So we we'll add that in. Uh, the prophecy movement. Jesus, as long as you hear a word from the Lord, you're going to be great. Put that in there. Even the worship movement. Jesus, as long as you soak before the Lord, you're going to be okay. Put that in there. There's a cocktail. Do you know what the cocktail is doing? We've drunk the cocktail. Your average believer today gets saved and we're given the cocktail. Drink. Cocktail suggesting that as long as you have Jesus, you're good. All you need to do is you pray, get a prophetic word, sit in the presence of God, preach the word, just confess that you're going to be okay. That has set us up for ruination. Millions of believers fell away during COVID. Why? Because they didn't understand that lilacs is unavoidable. That there will be storms. So when storms come, it's not that Jesus left you. He's in the boat. Storms, certain storms. This kind of storm. He's not afraid of, the, of Jesus. This is, this is the sad statement. The first generation in all of history, ladies and gentlemen, to believe that life should be mostly happy. You are the first. You, Western generation, today, 
Generations before you believed that life is mostly bumpy. That when you're happy, you rejoice or drink wine, whatever, because tomorrow bumps are coming. You, this generation, believe differently. They believe life should be all happy when bumps come. Eh, I want to kill myself. That's why we're weak. That's why there's an onset. We in Uganda, I've explained to you the circumstances. You never heard of a teenage suicide. Never on my village. And yet we were jumping on our, over bodies on my, on our, when I went to school. Depression, panic attacks, unheard of in my village. When, whilst we had all the reasons to kill, us, to kill ourselves. Do you guys understand that? Well, I'm talking about every Friday, soldiers come to the village and rape girls for fun. I'm talking about that kind of lifestyle. And yet you never heard of, she killed herself, she killed herself. She was 17. No, because life was bumpy. We knew it. Life was tough. We knew it. When you're happy, oh, you're blessed that you're happy today. But tomorrow, <laughs> this, is, this has been the, the perspective for generations. We are changing it. Here's the tragedy. Whether you like to believe differently, it's still the same. Life is mostly bumpy. So you're deluding yourself by believing it's going to be, that's why there's, that's why I panicked, I'm anxious, I'm anxious, depression, depression. Because you're, you're panicked because you have this expectancy that things should be okay. Things are mostly okay. No! People are crazy. If you're going to befriend somebody, there's going to be betrayal. It's part of the package. Otherwise, who do you think you are? All your friends are going to be perfect. Every job you get, you're going to be promoted. Every day you're going to be healthy. <laughs> or every, who do you, think, do you think? Are you in heaven? You're describing heaven. Right? Jobs, you're going to be fired. And it's not because of the devil. It's life. Life is bumpy. Life. You're sailing upon life's seas. You're going to hit a storm. I've never seen a, a sailor say, Oh my God, there's a storm. No. If you're... Now, unless you're in... Unless you're sailing in a pool. <laughs> a swimming pool? Oh, you're good. There's going to be never, never a storm in a swimming pool. But you're on a sea? Today maybe, oh my goodness, wonderful. Tomorrow, ugh, that is life. Now, yeah, you should clap. But you're fighting this because, you're, because I'm removing your little, like, your little Jesus, like, from your Jesus remote. You know what I, Jesus remote is like? Lord, no, I know that when I press this, Jesus always answers. No, he doesn't. Sorry. Sometimes you're going to press, and he won't answer like you want. Do you know why? You're not going to like this. You're going to say, Pastor Harold, why do you have him? <laughs> you're going to stay with me. If you, I'm, I'm almost done. If you stay with me, you're going to break through on this side. You're going to be, are you ready? You're going to be like other Christians. Because the American Christian is in trouble. Because you fall away. You know why? His pastor's wife didn't greet me. I don't want to come anymore. 
It's like, why are you not in church? I don't know, I just lost my job. The more reason you should be in church. If you really think Jesus is the anchor of your life, why, should, why would you let go when storms come? Storms should make you like... Our churches are full in Africa because of storms. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know you're pushing. Come on. I'll push back. Because I, I, want, I want you, I want you, I want you to join 70% of the body of Christ doesn't live here. Do you know that? They're not in the West. They're in the Southern Hemisphere. Where we're from, there's a cost to coming to church. You walk to church. You don't thinking, this family, I'm not going to come to church because that section, they had a bad attitude. <laughs> Why are you acting surprised that broken people are acting broken? Right? We're here because we're broken. We need Jesus. So if somebody who's here in need of Jesus acts broken, it shouldn't rattle you. They're broken people acting broken. But because you've been set up, ladies and gentlemen, by your theology that Jesus insulates you from storms, he doesn't. Storms, actually, you ready for this? <laughs> They make you strong. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! They say, verse 41, they were terrified. They asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. We have seen him heal and touch and raise the dead. But wait, we have not seen him do this. I say this. You will never know Jesus the healer until... Pastor, like Pastor Herod, the doctor says, I don't know, we can't fix you. Then you'll meet him. Until then, you've only heard of him. Until then, they've preached. You've read nice books about him, but you don't know him until you're sick. Uh-huh. You'll never know Jesus the provider until you can't pay your bills. You've read about him. You've heard stories. He just provides. Oh, praise God, Jesus provided for me. You'll clap your hands. You've never met him. Until you can't pay your bills. And then you're like, oh, Jesus. And then he shows you like, oh, now I, now I know God provides. You've never, you've never met Jesus, the deliverer. The deliverer. Some of you, like, he, he delivers. Oh, wait, wait till they want you fired. They're coming after you. And you see the God rise up in majesty. To see him rise up and you say, they wanted to just X me out of my inheritance. You, you have the, the stories of deliverance don't come until you're in the storms. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, brothers, sisters, all the virtues of character, kindness, patience, goodness, do not come by laying on of hands. They do not come because you read a good book. They don't come. Because you listen to a great sermon, they come by stress, by pressure, by pressure, by storms. Until you, and yet, and yet you live in a culture that abhors storms, that avoids storms, that think that storms are of the devil. Storms are here to make you, to make you, to make you strong. 
That is what we're seeing. We serve in 27 countries. When I go to, to Belize, when I go to, to, to Abu Dhabi, oh, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, oh, yeah, we have to have, when I'm preaching there, they have to buy, they have to have balloons. I said, what, what balloons? Yeah, because when the secret police comes in and we, Brother Dr. Dennis, they warn me before you preach. Oh, the full house like this. Before you, when you see people stand up and break out into, into happy birthday, don't be alarmed. I said, why? He said, yeah, because if they come and they hear you preaching like this, we're going to be in trouble. So the way that we get away with it is when they come, we say, happy birthday to you. And they leave us. They think, oh, oh they, have, they have a party. And they go. This is every, can you imagine the passion in that church? Can you imagine when you say, Put a, let's raise our hands and serve. Let's stand up. They all, mm, because it, there's a cost. There's a cost. They're strong. Their faith is strong. Well, I can tell you stories like this. I can tell you stories where Jesus appears, appears to the, where Jesus appears. He, he's come. He's coming to the congregations. But the context, oh, we were told if you gather one more time, we're going to kill you. We'll be keeping. There's a church in Indonesia. I'll tell you this. Okay, Indonesia. Every Saturday night, because the, 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 it's like 7,000. It's massive. So, so we get there, and the pastor is, I'm, I'm asking for the address. Because, uh, you know, they're going to bring me to the... He says, no, we don't know yet. Oh, where's the church, sir? Brother, where's the church? We don't know yet. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? He said, Yo, no, no, because every time we, we, we were in a one location, the Muslims try to blow up the church. So what we do is we look for locations on Saturday, and, and, and we find a location. Only we know where. And on Saturday night, we send text messages where we're supposed to meet. That way they can't plant bombs. And do you know what? Saturday night, 7,000 people receive a text message. And Sunday morning, 7,000 people show up in a new location every Sunday. And here in America, oh, oh no, no, no. You need to announce locations. Oh, no. If you change locations, people are going to fall away. Because they like to just drive to there. They, they like to, they like, they don't like change in America. I'm like, oh my gosh. But you know what that church? Miracles every day. They'll tell you, oh, that was crippled. This one was brought here blind. This one brought here deaf. That one was brought here dead. That one died in the service. He died. They, they tell you stories of Jesus. One day we watched me. Jesus came in. He came and walked into the, onto the stage and he vanished. They tell you stories like, why? Pressure has incubated special faith. Pressure has birthed special, extraordinary faith. I, I preach this this morning because I think we're going to come upon hard times in America. I don't think it's over. And I know you don't like that. But hard times produce pure believers. The real believers get birthed. The real church gets birthed. Amen? And I've talked long. One more scripture. John 16, 33. In the world, you shall have tribulations. The Greek word is thlipsis, actually. It means extreme pressure. 
But be of... There's another, there's another ridiculous instruction, don't you think? He's talking to them. You're going to have life, follow me. You're going to have abandoned life. Oh, one more thing. You're going to have stress. But be happy. Jesus, really? Yeah, be of good cheer. Do you know what I want to read? I want to say, be of good cheer. I will save you from it. <laughs> That's what I want to read. But he says, no, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. Brothers, sisters. Pressure. Can you hear that wind? <sighs> Defying your Lord. Your Lord is in your stern. Yet the wind rages. Brothers, sisters. Time to stand up. Stand strong. The wind is here to show you a Jesus you never knew. The wind is here to show you the grace of God like you never knew. The wind is here to reveal the goodness of God. Do you know the one you sing about on Sunday? You get to meet him on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. We sing about him here. But on Tuesday, Wednesday, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's when you see him. He's amazing. Horatio Spafford. I gotta read that. I gotta read this. Horatio Spafford, he's the Chicago attorney, and God's moving in his life. He's so blessed. First his son dies. Then he loses all his business, the great Chicago fire. And he, he decides, you know, it's time to go back to England. So right before he boards the ship, he's called out. And so he's, he says, well, you, you guys go. Mama, his wife, and his kids, four daughters, you can go. So he sets them a sail. There's a storm. Capsized the boat. The boat capsizes. And, and he receives a telegram. He's so, he's so excited to receive something. You got, you got a telegram. And it has two words on it. Saved alone from his wife. All his girls dead. As he travels to England, he pens this beautiful song. When peace like a river attendeth my way when sorrows like sea pillows roll whatever my lot thou hast told me to say it is well it is well with my soul it is well with my soul it is well, it is well with my soul. Verse 2, when though Satan shall buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control. 
that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood for my soul. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but in whole. But this nail to the cross, I bear it no more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, oh, my soul. And Lord, haste the day when my the faith shall be sight. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trump shall resound. The Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. Brothers and sisters, sometimes, in fact, we're going to do this right now. We're going to talk to our souls. You know what? Soul, doesn't matter what it looks like, it is well. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. Because it is well. Even though troubles and trials and chaos and craziness, it is well. Guys, if you get this, you will not be your, your Christians anymore. You're going to be steadfast. Where is he? Oh, yeah. Is, is, is he falling away? Because No, 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 no. We don't fall away because there's problems. We actually get more intense. Because you cling on to the, the disciples. Don't, you don't jump out of the ship because there's a storm. You go, go, go wake him up. Go shake him. Go, Jesus, please. Jesus, please. Because it's you. You're my everything. Amen. Come on, amen. amen. Come on, amen. amen. Freedom Fellowship should never lose a single person because of troubles. Shouldn't. If you're a believer, if you claim to know Jesus, you better not leave. Because, uh, oh, my husband left me. No. Husband leaves you, make Jesus your husband. Amen. You're, you're, my wife walked away. The wife walks away. Come, this, this beloved, beloved, we're going to love you. We're going to love you. We won't fix you because nobody fixes anybody. And sometimes some, some storms come to teach you patience. Right? How do you learn patience? Oh, yeah, that's a dangerous prayer to pray. Lord, give me patience. <laughs> a dangerous prayer. That you won't get by laying on of hands or anointing. Hallelujah. Receive, receive fire. Patience. No. No. Do you know how you receive patience? <laughs> You want something really bad. God suspends the answer to your want for longer than you need. Repeatedly. That's how patience comes. He said, oh yeah, Pastor Mary Lou, she's patient. Do you know how she learned patient? patience? Oh yeah, she knows to wait. No waiting, yeah, waiting to be blessed. No, waiting to, waiting in the storms. Amen. Come on, amen. amen. Come on, amen. amen. Come on, amen. amen. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to pray.